At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Spring is in full bloom. Are your finances? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, you can build credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments, all with no annual fees or interest. With Chime's Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at chime.com build. That's chime.com build. Chime feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com disclosures for details. And so when I'm listening to her sing that song and I'm like, yeah, control, I'm going to do everything that I want to do and blah, 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 blah. I thought to myself, well, why in the hell did I pick entrepreneurship? <laughs> Let me tell y'all something. There are so many things that I wish I knew about entrepreneurship before becoming an entrepreneur. And even though it's a huge blessing, there are some things that make me feel like, yo, I've been bamboozled. Welcome to another episode of Full Transparency with Donnie Wiggins, where I let you have an inside view on conversations with dope entrepreneurs, like if I'm having lunch with them or we're out having drinks, not the regular how-to, blah, blah, blah. I want you to get to know the entrepreneurs that we talk to on this platform, but I also come with solo episodes where sometimes I'm just giving it, giving it to you like I see it. We're talking about habits and motivation and mindset and some tips and some tricks and all these great things. And that's what we're doing today. Welcome to my solo episode, you guys. I am ready to get into it. So I was talking about recently I went to the Janet Jackson concert and I have to shout her out because your girl Janet Jackson, I think she's 56 years old, maybe 55, somewhere around there. And when I tell you, I was watching her on stage and I felt like the little girl who was watching her when she had her concert when I was in elementary school, right? I'm looking at her on stage. I'm super excited to be there. I thought she'd be tired. I thought she'd be sitting down a whole lot. I thought she'd be out of breath. And Janet Jackson gave a show. Like, she's so committed to her craft, not just even so committed to being a superstar. She's literally so committed to her craft that I was there, I'm in the audience, and I am inspired. Janet Jackson will go down as one of the greatest of all time, and she deserves it. And it got me to thinking, what are we doing that's going to allow us to have an opportunity to be even considered in the running for being amongst the greatest of all time. And so I was singing the song earlier, Control, right? Uh, never going to stop being in control to get what I want. And my GOAT effort, I've always thought, would be like being this dynamic entrepreneur because it's a great place to be and it's a great position and I'm going to take control of my life. I'm building life by my own design. I am doing exactly what I want to do and I am not doing anything that I don't want to do. And let me just tell you something. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> Boy, was I wrong. I have some notes here that I'm going to be referencing and I want to get into it. So, we're going to talk about some things that I wish I had known prior to becoming an entrepreneur. 
because I think it's really important. See, when I stepped out, I didn't really have an example. And many of you guys don't have examples like that are close to you, maybe in your friendship group or uh, in your family group. You don't have a whole lot of evidence of what being an entrepreneur looks like. So you turn to the Internet. You're on Instagram. You're on TikTok. You're looking at all of these third-party sources that are painting the picture for you as to what it takes to become not just an entrepreneur but a high-level entrepreneur. And what you're seeing most often are the highlight reels. You're seeing very few people showing you behind the scenes what it actually looks like to be an entrepreneur and what it actually takes. You see the money, you see the lifestyle, you see the traveling, you see the joy, you see the free time, you see the working from the swimming pool or over brunch. And just it feels like those entrepreneurs, like we are in such control And let me tell you a thing or two. Let's just get into it. So the first thing, (laughs) control. You're not in control of anything, baby, as an entrepreneur. You are not in control of anything. Do you know why? Because as an entrepreneur, you are governed by your clients and your customers, okay? So you think that you can wake up when you want and go to bed when you want. You think you can show up when you want, but your customers are going to tell you differently. There will be customer service emails. There's going to be somebody who's completely not satisfied with what you've done. There's going to be somebody who wants you to treat their emergency like your own emergency. You don't have the control that you think you have. All right. So I just want to put that out there on in corporate America. You see your boss, you see your employer as the person who is in control of you. They tell you when to go to lunch. They tell you when to clock in. They tell you when to clock out. They tell you when you qualify for vacation time. Well, the beat of your business will tell you the same thing. There are going to be some days that you can't go to lunch when you want to go to lunch. There's going to be some days that you have to cancel cancel lunch date with your friends. There's going to be some times that you want to travel, but work is requiring too much effort from you and you just can't. You don't have as much control as you want. You go from being governed and monitored by your boss to being bossed by your customers and your clients, okay? And a great entrepreneur understands that. An entrepreneur who is committed to giving value, providing value, and not just offering a product and throwing it out there and never hearing uh, feedback and implementing or executing anything different because of feedback, you understand that you are not as in control as you think you are. Number two, that you are going to become an entrepreneur and have all this free time. That is... (laughs) That is far from true. When you become an entrepreneur, you have less time, honestly, than you do as an employee. When I was working a full-time job, and it's been many years since I've done so, the standard work schedule for me was 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. And sometimes when we were in the middle of deadlines or audits and things like that, I had to do a little overtime. And that overtime would look like an extra hour, maybe an extra two. As an entrepreneur, when you are in your process of creating your business, of perfecting your business, of Uh, pivoting in your business, you will find yourself working 12-hour days, 
15 hour days, 18 hour days, you will turn around and at the end of the day, you will have forgotten to eat. You will look and say, wait a minute, did I eat breakfast? Did I have time to go to the gym? Did I even shower today? You will be so focused. Why? Because you have to be. Why? Because the success of this business completely depends on you. So if you are someone who's looking to become an entrepreneur because you want all this free time that it looks like we have based on what we're showing you on the internet, don't do it. Stay employed because as long as, at least as long as you're employed, you have a set schedule. There are some days in my business where I work two hours, four hours. There's some days where it requires 16 hours of me. There are times when I am creating new offers, new programs, working with the tech team. Uh, there are contractors that we utilize in other countries and you have to wake up, like literally setting an alarm to wake up to talk to somebody over in the Philippines or over in India or over in Nigeria that's doing some work with you and they don't operate on the United States time zone. So what do you do in that instance? You set an alarm and you're prepared to wake up and sometimes Sometimes you're on a phone call with people from other countries for hours at a time until the job gets done correctly. So don't mistake for one minute that you get a whole lot of extra free time just because you are now employing yourself. Uh, number three, another thing that I wish someone would have told me prior to starting an entrepreneurship before becoming an entrepreneur is that the money that you earn is not all yours. <laughs> so I will have seen people uh, as I was journeying through trying to become an entrepreneur saying that they're making six figures and seven figures. And I'm like, wow, that person is rich and they're doing well and they've got everything all figured out when the truth of the matter is the business might make six figures. The business makes seven figures. The business makes eight figures. The business is doing $5,000 a month, but you are only bringing in a portion of that. You are only do a percentage of that. And if you're budgeting properly, you're probably do about a 15 to 20% maximum percentage your personal income, right? Nobody warned me that the money that my entire business brought in wasn't necessarily my money. Nobody told me that I would be paying myself a paycheck every two weeks, just like I do with my team, just like I did on a job. Nobody told me that if I brought in $10,000 this week, the maximum $2,000 of it actually goes into my personal bank account. Didn't nobody tell me that? Didn't nobody? Why didn't y'all warn me of these things? Because what happens is you start making this money and you start improving your lifestyle. You, stop, you start upgrading things. You now move into a different apartment or you purchase a home or you're taking more trips and you're buying more shoes. The designers and the labels that you're wearing are upgrading and just everything starts changing around you. And then when it's time to make revisions and improvements and getting new systems and implementations in your business, you don't have any money. Why? Because nobody told you that being an entrepreneur didn't necessarily mean that you were going to hit. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's the easiest choice you can make? 
Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. The jackpot today, and (laughs) you're thinking this whole time I am working for it. I'm getting this money. I made $2,000 today. Listen, if you made $2,000 today at max $400 belongs to you. Well, what else are you doing with the money? Well, you are putting money aside for your taxes. You are also putting money aside to hire a team. You are also putting money aside to get systems in your business. If you have a brick and mortar, you're putting money aside for inventory. You're putting money aside for overhead. Money is being put aside everywhere but your pockets. And even though you may be generating a significant amount of revenue, depending on your business and how much it costs to run your business, depending on that, you might not be bringing in very much at all. Brings me to number four, something that I wish I would have been told prior to becoming an entrepreneur is to calculate the amount of money that is required to live my life. Yep. Calculate the amount of money that's required to live your life. Why is this important? I see people becoming entrepreneurs. They're making money. They're selling their product. They're selling their offers. You're generating money consistently, but you hadn't yet even figured out how much it costs to live your life. So you don't know the difference between how much money you have and how much money you need and what's going to be left over. Right. And so you're not setting goals correctly. We're setting goals and saying things like, oh, I want to earn six figures. Well, let's talk about that. Six figures is literally one hundred thousand dollars. That's eight thousand three hundred and thirty three dollars every single month and thirty three cents. We're not going to forget that part. So let's look at it. You're making eight thousand three hundred thirty three thirty three dollars every single month. Well, if you're. Uh, If you've left your job and you had created a lifestyle where your rent or your mortgage was $3,300, then you're down to, what, $5,000 now left of this $8,333 a month. Now we've got to factor in your utilities, your your utilities, your groceries, your car payment, your car insurance, your health insurance, your business insurance, your business expenses. What are those? Your payroll, your contractors, your systems the improvements that you need to make in business, your inventory. Now you also have to factor in, if you're a parent, your child care, the after-school programs, the extracurricular activities, all of these things. What about your upkeep? What about your hair? What about your weekly barber appointments? What about your nails? What about those massages that you've got on regular rotation that you hadn't factored in? You have to calculate the cost that it requ- that is required 
the amount of money that is required to live your life because six figures sounds like a lot of money until you understand how much it costs to be you every single day. How much does it cost to be you every single day? It's absolutely critical because we just went down to about $6,000 that it costs to be you on average every single month. All right. So that's really important. Number five, uh, something that I really wish somebody would have told me before being an entrepreneur is that motivation is not the key. I hear a lot of times people are saying, you know, oh, you got to be motivated. You got to get out of bed and you got to be ready to work. And if you want to be successful at this thing, you got to jump out of bed and you got to be ready. You got to be motivated. You got to give it all you got and this, that and the other. And the truth of the matter is you can get out of the bed and you can be motivated and you can give it all you got and it still won't work. It still won't go well. It still won't produce a positive result, right? You can also get out of the bed and lack total motivation. You have no motivation at all. You don't feel like doing anything, but you push yourself, you stretch, and that day goes perfectly as planned. Your execution is at an all-time high. The result, the revenue, everything that you've done in that day is at an all-time high. Motivation is not the key. Motivation is not the key. There are going to be days where you're completely motivated. There are going to be days where you have no motivation at all. And guess what? When you've made the decision to be an entrepreneur, when motivation isn't kicking in, discipline is what actually has to kick in. Discipline kicks in when motivation does not. So the sixth thing that I wish somebody would have told me is that I need to perfect my discipline muscle. What does that look like? I need to perfect my discipline muscle, meaning I need to figure out how to trick myself into doing the work even when I don't want to do the work. Well, how do you do that, Donnie? Well, you create a set of habits. You create a set of habits and you create a set of triggers. When this trigger goes off, what is the habit that matches it? When this habit goes off, what is the trigger that matches it? For So, for example, there's something that I do that's really, really small just to make sure I have a routine every single day and that I am starting my day operating in discipline. And that's every single day when I get out of bed, no matter what, no matter how late I'm running, no matter how I feel, no matter if I feel like it, I make my bed. I start every single day with making my bed. Let me tell you something. Because I have associated the act of making my bed with discipline, also with integrity, because integrity means to do what you said you're going to do, right? Because I've mentally associated those things to being disciplined, It's a trick in my mind now that I've created. If I don't make my bed first thing in the morning, the rest of my day just isn't going to go well. I'm thinking about, man, I didn't even have enough discipline to make my bed. So what's going to give me the discipline to come into the studio and record three episodes when we're trying to batch episodes back to back to to get ahead on production? What's going to make me be disciplined to actually take all the calls that's on my calendar and not tell my assistant or, or my customer service manager to reschedule these calls? If you can't do the simple basic steps, you are going to struggle having discipline in the big areas of your life. So... If I can tell you anything, it is to figure out a way to incorporate habits and triggers so that you have top level discipline in your every single day to day as an entrepreneur. Okay, and a trigger meaning something that 
uh, it's something that sets you off to do a thing, right? Maybe it's alarm clocks for you that have to go off every hour on the hour to remind you to do what it is that you're supposed to do. So for example, every single day, um, I have calls on my calendar, right? I have calls here on my calendar and I might get distracted. I might be in a conversation. I might be watching TV. I might be at the gym and I'll get distracted. I live my life via a calendar, okay? And so in order to make sure I'm not late for meetings, I don't miss calls, I'm on time, I'm not dropping the ball, my trigger here in my phone, my trigger is to set an alarm clock two minutes, two minutes before that thing is supposed to happen. Let me tell you why two minutes. If it's a phone call, let's leave it there. If it's a phone call, I set an alarm two minutes because I used to, uh, I used to set an alarm for like 15 minutes in advance and then 15 minutes ago by Brie and I'm, I'm like doing something else and I forgot about the call. 15 minutes is too much time. So that trigger for me was completely useless. So I said, okay, let me put it to one minute. Well, one minute, I might have to hurry up and run and use the bathroom real quick. I might have to pot take a potty break before I take this call. So one minute wasn't enough time. So I said, well, let me do two minutes. Two minutes gives me enough time to actually make it to the bathroom, grab a drink of water, do whatever I need to do to be in position. So the trigger for me to make sure that I have the discipline to not be late for appointments is setting my alarm two minutes prior to. Now, if I am going somewhere and I have to be out of the home, then I typically set that alarm about 45 minutes prior to because it takes about 15 minutes to get me out of the door, right? I have to put on my shoes. I have to fill up my dog's bowls, you know, his water bowl. I have to make sure he's good. I have to get on the elevator in my condo building, and that's a whole process. It's just a lot going on. So that's just an example of what it looks like to set a trigger so that you are disciplined in your business. Uh, where are we? We're on, I think, number seven. The seventh thing that I wish someone would have told me, and this could easily have been number one, is that you are going to work harder than you have ever worked before in your life. If you are afraid of hard work, being an entrepreneur is not for you. If you are just getting started as an entrepreneur and you believe that you are in your season of your soft life, you are in your season of just flow, then being an entrepreneur, becoming an entrepreneur is likely not for you. Now, if you're a little further along in your journey, those things can be true for you, right? But even in my journey of entrepreneurship, I have now not worked a job. Uh, I've not worked in corporate America for over nine years, right? But I've been an entrepreneur. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Horton's new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. Entrepreneur for much longer than that. Today, to this day, I still work harder than I have ever worked for anybody else. 
And hard work is going to look different from season to season. Hard work is going to look different from project to project. Hard work is going to look different from day to day. So hard work on your job typically looked the same. You typically knew that you had to get ready, you know, for audits and reporting and management to come in and views and whatever that case may have been on your job. You knew what hard work looked like. But as an entrepreneur, you really have no idea what hard work is going to look like from day to day because it changes. So your website might go down. Your tech team, your website goes down at noon Eastern Standard Time in the United States. Your tech team is somewhere far away. They're asleep. They don't get in until midnight your time, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning your time. What do you do? Do you not have a website that's functioning? Do you say that my business can't be open today because the people who manage these things in my business are asleep in another country? No, you have to now get on Google and YouTube and get on the phone with these companies and figure out what is going on in my business. And guess what? That can take hours to figure out. That can take hours to resolve. That's hard work. You might actually have to get on the phone because your salesperson called out sick that day and they had a calendar with 10 calls on their appointment. On, on their, They had a, a calendar full of 10 appointments on their schedule. You may have had a hair appointment. You may have had a massage appointment. You may have had a date. All kind, Guess what? Hey, hey, are you a service-based entrepreneur that helps your clients or customers get some type of a result? but you're struggling to post and communicate your message on social media. You don't know how to type a caption that connects and gets people's attention and converts them from just someone who's following you on social to becoming your customer or your client. Great news is that's my superpower. So I'm sending you three text messages every single day, excluding major holidays directly to your phone of exactly what you need to post to get people to buy and convert them into clients and customers. All you have to do is join my program, Post to Paid, and you can do so by texting the words Post to Paid to 404-737-2767. And the best news is just $37 a month. So hurry up, send me the text. I'm looking for it now. Everything stops because if your salesperson calls out sick, who has to generate revenue for the business that day? You. Those 10 calls now come over to your calendar. That's working hard. You may have to fit into somebody else's schedule that's outside of your bedtime, your wake-up time, your break time, your whatever time. That's working hard. You might be working 16 hours, 18 hours, 20 hours a day. You might be struggling on three hours of sleep for three days in a row, three weeks straight. That is working hard. You don't get to be off when you are initially building your business. You have to earn. You have to set goals that allow you to have these off moments, right? I have never worked so hard in my life. Now, with hard work comes great reward. And so that hard work has paid off for me in ways that now, fast forward nine years as a full-time entrepreneur, when I have seasons that I need to take a break, I have seasons where I need to shift my focus onto other things because of the hard work that I've been willing to do. I'm able to take those breaks. I'm able to take those vacations. I'm able to shift my focus onto something else temporarily. But if you really want to survive in the world of entrepreneurship, you are absolutely going to work hard. Absolutely going to work hard. Number eight, the eighth thing that I wish someone would have told me prior to becoming an entrepreneur was how important 
coaching and mentorship is to your success. Oh my goodness. Listen, you don't have to do this by yourself. Not even as a solopreneur, you don't have to do this by yourself. And those of you who were choosing to do it by yourself, and I used to be in that number many years ago, those of you who are choosing to do it by yourself, you're choosing to Google your way through it, YouTube your way through it, think your way through it, journal your way through it, right? Research your way through it, read your way through it. Those of you who are choosing that as your path, you are extending your success you are extending, hitting your goals. You are taking the long route. A shortcut is absolutely in having a coach or a mentor. And if I have to create, what is that number? I'm on number eight, I think. If I have to make an 8A to it, A is going to be not only do you need a coach or a mentor, but you have to be willing to invest in that coach or that mentor. You have to be willing to invest in a coach or a mentor. Here's why. Let me explain this. So the person that you choose or the people that you choose to coach you uh, and become your mentor or in that capacity, they've already done something that you want to do. They've already accomplished something that you're looking to accomplish. They've already gone out and tested the waters that you are about to navigate through. Right. And the beauty about having these people attached to you is that they get to tell you, oh, no, don't do that. Don't hire now. Don't get that system. Don't go that way. Don't make that offer. Don't sell like that. Don't do this. Let me think about this. How, maybe look at it from this perspective. Let's try something different. They're able to give you this advice off of experience that they've already had. You can eliminate a whole lot of the guesswork. Eliminating a lot of the guesswork literally takes months off of your think process. It takes months out of your trial and error process. It reduces costs by thousands or tens of thousands. And depending on where you are, hundreds of thousands of dollars in your business because you are able to leverage somebody else's expertise. You're able to leverage somebody else's experience who's already done what you're trying to do that saves you time, it saves you energy, it saves you money but you're looking for a free mentor. You're looking for a free coach. And that's why I said 8A, be willing to invest because here's what I learned. Early on in my journey of entrepreneurship, I had a bunch of free mentors. In fact, I had mentors that I didn't even get to see in person. I had the Bob Proctors of the world, the Jim Rohns of the world, the Les Browns of the world, um, all these people that I admired and I studied from afar and I'd read all their books. I plug into all of their video content. I'm looking at everything, every interview, every conversation that they're having. I'm learning from these things and I got a lot from it. Right. But I couldn't pick up the phone and call Les Brown and ask him for feedback about my idea. I couldn't pick up the phone or shoot an email to Bob Proctor and his team, right? Jim Rohn wasn't even alive at the time. I couldn't call, I couldn't email Bob Proctor and say, hey, I have a quick question about this particular part of my process. I couldn't do those things. So even with the information that I was taking in from them, it was still very limited. It could still only take me so far. I still had to go back to the table and take that information and figure out what applied to me, what didn't apply to me, do my research, try and, and fail or try and succeed. And that cycle would repeat over and over and over again. 
when I got in position and I invested my dollars into my very first mentor, a few things happened. Number one, I instantly realized that when you pay to be on somebody's calendar, listen, when you pay to be on somebody's calendar as they're, as, as, and, they're, and, you're, and they're your coach or mentor, they have to show up for you. So while you're out looking for free mentorship, free coaching, that's great if you have somebody in your life, but you're probably operating on a, when I have time to help you, I'll help you. Oh yeah, I'll answer all the questions that you want me to answer when I have time. Oh yeah, I'll look at your idea and give you some feedback when I have time. You might need an answer on Monday. They don't have time until Friday, but when you pay somebody to be there for you and you have an outline capacity in which they are supposed to be available to you, you know on this day and this time, you are going to get the feedback that you are looking for. Invest in a coach or a mentor as quickly as possible. That is one of the number one expenses that I would encourage you to factor in to your budget. Include it in your overhead. And let me also say this, coaching and mentorship never, ever ends. When you're just getting started, you need a coach or a mentor. Before you get started, you need a coach or a mentor. While you're in the process, you need a coach or a mentor. When you hit your first six figures, guess what? You need a coach or a mentor. When you've hit your first seven figures, guess what? You still need a coach or a mentor. At eight figures, you need a coach or a mentor. You might need both because they serve two totally different purposes, but you need these people on your team. And let me tell you this, factor them into your budget right away. Factor them into your budget right away. That's the biggest piece of advice that I can offer you right now. All right? Very, very important. Number nine, something that I wish that someone would have told me is that outside of the hard work that's required to be an entrepreneur, being an entrepreneur is just hard. Never mind the work that you have to do. I'm talking about the person that you have to become. You have to become a different person to achieve success as an entrepreneur. And when you become a different person, the things that you attract, the things that you can do, the things that you can be a part of, the people that you have around you, oftentimes those things change too. And it's going to be some of the hardest, most hurtful decisions that you have to make if you're serious about being successful. Listen, it's just like when you go to college. If you've ever been to college, Bree, you remember this. When you were in college, uh, there's a freshman orientation, right? And at most colleges, they tell you in this freshman orientation, look at the person to your left, look at the person to your right. Chances are these people will not be with you sitting at your left or your right at graduation. Yes? Well, the same thing happens in entrepreneurship. You are looking at the person to your left that's currently in your life and the person to your right that's currently in your life. And one or both of those people may not make it to the finish line with you. Why? Because you will learn to start outgrowing some things that you have been used to that were keeping you in a position that you no longer wanted to be in. And when you start to outgrow those spaces, when you start to outgrow those habits, when you start to outgrow those desires, who you're attracting into your life outgrows as well. All right. And let me tell you something. It's hard. 
it's hard to change your circle. It's hard to make new friends. It's hard to maintain the friendships that you choose to maintain. It is hard to say no to the travel experience that you want to go on because you've got to do a webinar. It is hard to say no to the date tonight because you've got a challenge coming up. It is hard to say no to the trip because this weekend in your brick and mortar business, you've got a blowout sale happening. It is hard to become the person that you have to become to wake up every single day and be building something based on your own idea, y'all, is hard. Do you know that when you decide to become an entrepreneur, that every single day thereafter, the revenue that you're generating is based off of an idea that you created? Do you understand that? Do you understand the effort that's required? Do you understand the, the, the skill set, the talent, the intelligence, the education, the try, the fail, the dedication, the commitment, the relentlessness, the sleepless nights, the hungry days? Do you understand what's required to really Become who you want to become as an entrepreneur, y'all. It's hard. And you got to be built for this. You have to practice being built for this. You have to put your own bricks in place to be built for this. You got to put your own screws in the right hole to be built for this. You got to put your own pieces of the puzzle together to be built for this. I am telling you, there is no preparation. There is no preparation for entrepreneurship. It's hard. And I'm not talking about the hard work. I'm talking about it is hard. You have to decide on this every single day over and over and over. You have to wake up on go every single day because you eat what you kill. And if you ain't killing it today, you're not eating today. And that's just how it goes. And then even when you become super successful because somebody is saying, oh, Donnie, I get it, but you're successful now or this person is successful now, that person that I'm seeing on the internet now is successful. Guess what? The more successful you become, the harder it gets, the more people you become responsible for, the more clients and customers you have, the more staff you have, the more systems you need, the more things you acquire, it's hard. And I wish somebody would have told me that. I wish somebody would have told me that because what I knew was that starting was hard, getting started was hard, finding your lane, your groove is hard. I didn't know that it's just hard. It's hard at the start, it's hard in the middle, it's hard in the beginning, and there's never an end point. There is no stopping point. It's hard. Is it worth it? Absolutely. Is it easy? Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Number 10. I think we're on number 10. Number 10. The 10th thing that I wish somebody, look, all of these could have been number one for real. But if I can assure you of anything about being an entrepreneur, if somebody would have told me before I started my journey into entrepreneurship that there are no keys to entrepreneurship, it would have made life a whole lot easier for me. I don't know about y'all. I know some of y'all feel just like me. I searched for the key to get this done, the key to get that done, the key to have this win, the key to make this money. And the key is there are no keys. You got to go through the process. You cannot not go through the process. Now, like I said earlier, a coach or a mentor will help you journey correctly through that process. But let me tell you this. There are no keys that allow you to skip the process. You have to go through the process and you don't even want to skip the process if you could. Let me tell you why. When you skip the process, you are missing out on essential lessons that have 
to be learned. And if you don't learn the lesson, if you don't learn the lesson, you are not properly building the foundation for you to have sustainability as an entrepreneur. So let me tell you, all you guys that are looking for the keys, you're Googling what are the keys, what are the tricks, what are the shortcuts, stop. Ain't none. <laughs> Even the shortcut isn't the shortcut. There are not any. There are not any, right? You have to go through the journey. You have to go through the steps. And let me tell you something. You're going to come across somebody along your journey that say, oh, no, I got the key. I got the key. Here's the key. If you just eliminate on this 10-step process, let me show you how to eliminate steps 3, 7, 9, and 10. You might have some success in the very short term, but let me tell you, like, I know what I know what I know. You're going to have to go back at some point and do steps three, seven, nine, and 10. You're going to have to go back. Let me also tell you what skipping steps will do for you based on these keys. When you have to troubleshoot something that goes wrong, it's hard for you or anybody else to troubleshoot accurately in your business because you've pieced this thing together by skipping so many steps because you listened to somebody who had all the keys. When you're looking for your coach or your mentor, don't look for the coach or the mentor that has the keys. Look for the coach or the mentor that has the expertise, the experience, and the journey. Listen to people who talk to you about the journey, not necessarily people who are pushing the shortcut. Because in that shortcut, in that shortcut, somewhere is going to come back and bite you in the butt and extend your journey. All right? I wish somebody would have told me that. Number 11. I think I have time for a number 11. Number 11, you will never have it all figured out. I think as I've gone through my journey of entrepreneurship, and as many of you go through your journey of entrepreneurship, you are searching for that moment in which, when am I finally going to have it all figured out? When am I finally going to know what I'm doing? When am I finally going to feel like I've reached the height and I know, I, I just I just know that I know and I have it all figured out. Let me tell you something. Let me, let me tell you this. The moment you think that you have it all figured out and you might, there's going to be something else that needs to be figured out. So I'm going through my business. I'm putting, I'm putting one of my courses together, my, my, my signature course. I finally get that done. We get the tech done. We get the website done. We get uh, the graphics done. We get the course done. We we're able to sell it. It's selling. It's on autopilot. The moment we do this, my website crashed. My website crashed. This is a few years ago. My website crashes and I'd hired somebody on Fiverr to do the website in the first place. Well, that's actually not true. So I did my own website. I skipped some steps. I skipped some steps. I did my own website and then I had to hire somebody on Fiverr to come back in and like try to figure out what I did to try to fix it. And it was a journey and it was a lot going on, right? And that person did some stuff that was a quick fix because now I'm in a bind and I need you to do this quickly. So I'm, inst I'm instructing him to skip some steps, right? Just hurry up. Whatever you got to do to get it done, get it done. So the website comes back up. The website comes back up. We're working. We're going about a week into it. And then one of my automations just stopped triggering. It was attached to some kind of a, a timeline, a deadline or whatever. And it stops triggering. Can't figure it out. I've got the business figured out. 
I've got the course figured out. I've got the way that we're supposed to sell this course figured out. I do not have this tech problem figured out. And it would take 30 days or so for us to figure out based on all these shortcuts that I did and the two contractors that I brought along in the journey had done, it took forever. So we were putting a Band-Aid. I had now something else to figure out. Well, the business can't not make money. What can I do in the interim while we're working on this to still make sales? I got to figure something else out. When you have a solution, you're going to figure out another solution and another solution. And when you create solutions, you're going to identify another problem that needs your attention. There's always, always, always going to be something to figure out. So it's never going to be the perfect time. It's never going to be the perfect model. It's never going to be the perfect offer. You're never going to have the perfect everything in place. There will always be something to figure out. And that leads me to number 13, number 12. Number 12, that leads me to number 12. I wish somebody would have told me that you never have enough information and it is absolutely important to stay a student of your industry. Oh my God, I wish somebody would have told me that you must remain a student at all times, no matter how much success you've been able to create. Let me tell you why. You're gonna have to pivot you're going to have to improve. You are going to have to innovate. You are going to have to stand out. You are going to have to change up your messaging. And if you only know what you knew when you started three years ago, five years ago, you will not be able to keep up in this game of entrepreneurship. In order to keep up, in order to be competitive, in order to be valuable, in order to be seen as a household name, in order to stand out in your field, in order to be one of the best of the best, in order to be sustainable, you must remain a student of your industry. Stay on top of your coaching. Stay on top of the documentaries. Attend the conferences. Read the books. Get all the information. Take the courses. That is how you stand out. That is how you overachieve. That is how you find clients that are looking for you. That is your point of difference. That is your messaging. You stay a student of the, listen, things are forever changing. They are forever changing and you have to change with it. Can you imagine if we didn't figure out how to stay on top of social media with all it just just in all of the changes that are made every single day, just on platforms like uh, like Instagram and Facebook? What if you stopped being a student and you were still just posting a picture? What if you never learned how to do a reel? What if you never learned what a carousel post is? And these two these things, Instagram is essential to you building your business. What if you just said, nope? I'm just going to post and I'm going to put up a caption and I'm going to still be using these hashtags and hashtagging a hundred different things in my captions. I'm going to still be spamming people and doing all these things. What if you didn't stay a student of social media and plugged into people who are educating you on how to grow and develop with the time as the app continues to grow and develop? What if? Would you still be competitive in business? Would you still be standing out on social? Would you still be doing the things that you need to do in order to grow your business? The same thing applies to your industry. So if you are in financial industry, fitness industry, whatever that looks like, constantly be learning new things. So you are on top of your game at all times. And I'm gonna leave you with this one. I think this is 13. I'm gonna leave you with this one. Here's what I wish somebody would have told me. You will struggle with imposter syndrome. You just will. 
I remember uh, back during, uh, back a few years ago, like three or so years ago, we're all on this app. The app was called Clubhouse. I don't hear a whole lot about the app right now. I'm sure it's still being utilized. But we're on this app heavy during this time. And they have these chat rooms that you're in. And you get to pick the conversation that you want to be a part of. You get to pick the conversation that you want to be a part of. And I'm going through the list of conversations. And it's imposter syndrome, imposter syndrome, imposter syndrome. And at first, it was cool to jump in and be a part of the conversation and to talk to people about having imposter syndrome, why it's normal, how to overcome it, the fact that you never really overcome it. You just overcome it today. You overcome this part of it, right? And then I remember sitting in this space and I'm like, I am just tired of talking about imposter syndrome. Good God, just people be secure with who you are. Let's get over this. Like, let's get past it. And I realized you never do. You never get past feeling like an imposter. You never get over the feeling of feeling like you should be doing something else or feeling like you don't deserve to be, or you're not, not, not deserve, but you're not ready to do something. When you are in your business at the start, you feel like you're not ready to start. When you are in it, you feel like you're not ready to grow. When you are growing, you feel like you're not ready to scale. When it's time to pivot, you feel like you're not ready to pivot. And you're looking at all these people around you that have you second guessing who you are and what you bring to the table and what you actually are prepared to do. It doesn't go away. You just experience it at different levels. Imposter syndrome is a part of entrepreneurship. I started listening to people that I know in this industry that have created great success. And sometimes they won't use the words, I'm struggling with imposter syndrome. They'll just use phrases and they'll have explanations and they'll talk through their scenarios. And I'm like, oh, they're struggling with imposter syndrome. This person has built an eight-figure business and they're afraid to do this. They're afraid to drop this new line of their clothing line. They're afraid to go to this next level. They're afraid to do this, that, and the other. They're second-guessing themselves. They're doubting themselves. They're fearing themselves. They're not feeling good enough. They're not feeling prepared enough. They're not feeling worthy enough. I see it all the time, even though people don't want to admit it. You feel like you're doing something that you're not prepared to do. You're not ready to do. You're not enough of X, Y, and Z to do. And it honestly, that feeling never goes away. That feeling never goes away. You have to work so hard at your confidence. You have to work so hard at your talent. You have to work so hard at being the best version of yourself to defeat these things. And that's why you have to do it over and over and over again every single day. That's why entrepreneurship is a journey. It's not a destination. That's why there's never a finish line. That's why I wish I had known all these things that I just shared with you prior to embarking on my journey or somewhere very early on, prior to really saying, I'm going to take this to the next level. When you decide to take this to the next level, you are making a big decision. You are making a big commitment. It requires everything big of you. And I wish somebody would have told me because I've already gone out there. I've already stuck my foot in the water. My whole body is submerged in the water right now. I didn't tiptoe in this thing. I'm not tiptoeing in it anymore. I am fully submerged in the world of entrepreneurship. And I wish I had had these nuggets 
prior to me getting started because maybe I would have been an entrepreneur full-time, not just nine years. Maybe it would have been 15 years. Maybe back when in 2009, when I opened my boutique, it would have been up from there and I never would have had to go back to a job. Maybe when I was 17 years old, trying my hand in things, it would have been up from there and I never would have worked a job. Maybe in college, when I started my cleaning business, I would have continued to grow. And maybe now that would be a franchise and I never would have quit it. Maybe I never would have been in that hustle mode where I'm just looking from check to check to check and deposit to deposit to deposit, maybe I wouldn't have been so hard on myself and judging myself and thinking that I'm not good enough if somebody would have told me these things. Maybe I could have helped you sooner if I would have been helped sooner. Maybe, 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 but we're here today and I'm sharing it with you. These are absolutely things that I wish that people would have shared with me before or very early in my journey. And I'm glad I caught you today. I'm glad I caught you right where you are right now because you need to know these things. You need to know that you are on the right track. You need to know that your journey looks normal. You need to know that everybody else is doing something and they had a similar journey as you. You need to know that what you're experiencing, I experienced it too, or somebody did. You need to know that it's not just you. You need to know that it can be you. You need to know these things so that you stick it out. You don't quit. You don't procrastinate. You don't struggle harder than you have to do. You don't second guess yourself more than you have to. You don't stop the process and you don't fear the process. You need to know these things. And guess what? Now you do. Now you absolutely know these things. Now you're prepared. And guess what? This is just a level of preparation. But there's another level and another level and another level and another level. So guess what you got to do? You got to keep coming back to full transparency. You got to keep plugging into coaching and mentorship. You got to stay tapped in. You got to stay connected and very close to the source. You have to decide that you have staying power in this because now you know. Now you know what you wish. Now you know the things that you wish was put in one book, one video, one lesson, one documentary, one something is here for you. I want to thank you for tuning in with me for another episode of Full Transparency. Drop in the comments below. Do me a favor. Drop in the comments below the one thing, the one thing that stood out to you the most like, yes, God, I wish I had known that. Or thank you, Donnie, for sharing this with me because now I know. I need to know what part of this stood out the most to you. Listen, if you are somebody in business and you feel like you need coaching, you need development, Go to my link, www.sixfigureedu.com. Schedule a free pre-coaching consultation call with me and my team so we can decide what a good fit looks like for you in terms of coaching. Also, if you are a person who you already know that you want to be a coach or a consultant, even a course creator, and you are looking to develop yourself from scratch, you say, look, I like Donnie. She's dope. I want a career very similar to hers. I wish she could teach me. Guess what? I can teach you. Sixfigureedu.com. Still schedule that free strategy session and we'll talk to you about my Six Figure Accelerator program that can get you on your path accelerating to your own six figures. You guys, it has been amazing and I will see you next week. Bye. <laughs> this is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. 
like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.